is wise to the world of danger. One who is new to the stories of old. One who is privy to the mysteries that linger. What will they find on their quest into the cold? So we started like a new French class and I have a new professor and stuff and we're doing like get to know the students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like put up a sentence of like Kanye West or like children or fish and it's like Kanye West. You have to like raise your hand and be like, oh, like I do like Kanye West or no, I don't like Kanye West in French. And then one of them was children. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I do not like children because I don't. <laughs> Well, I didn't expect him to ask me why I don't like children. (laughs) So my response to the class was, oh, I'm just built different. (laughs) The fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) I'm going to get an F. (laughs) Uh, Welcome, welcome, faithful listener to another episode of Tales of Bone and Ice, our horror comedy actual play D&D podcast starring myself, Brian, as the DM. Marilyn made a noise. That's because I'm always jazzed and always making noises. And that's how you know it. it's me, Marilyn. Oh, I do I tell... I pl- yep. God, fucking damn it. What are you doing? Who are you? Who do you <laughs> I play? I don't know. I'm having a um, I play Maris, the golden boy dragon. Paladin. Nailed it. Do you have your character sheet open? <laughs> oh, it is, but I forgot who I was and what I'm doing. <laughs> also, I was Googling something else. <laughs> You want to take it next, Kander? Yeah, hello. My name is Kander Kor. I play Condemned, the Goliath fighter, and uh, the most emotionally closed off member of the cast. Also, Condemned. <laughs> Just do stealing all day. That's, a, that's, that's both of them. We're doing great today. Now I'll hand it off to the star of the show. <laughs> Our celebrity guest. Our celebrity guest! <laughs> Hi. I'm Grim. The famous one. And I play Sukunkana, yeah. uh, level four druid, level 600 baby. <laughs> What's your subclass? Baby. <laughs> cool, let's get to it. All right, now this is going to be rough. This is why I wanted to interject that we have not gotten together and played D&D for a while. Everybody roll your recap rolls. Oh, fuck. Let's see what happens. Where's my dice? All right, I just listened to the episode, so I'm going to get a 20. Yeah. Like last time. Yeah. Oh, no, I got a three. I don't know where my dice are. I hate myself. Did you get a one? I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we don't do success around here, okay? This podcast started with a nat one. That's how it's going to end. Yeah, and that's how it's going to end. God gives his hardest battles to his silliest people, whatever that is. Silliest bitches? Yeah. Hit us with anything you remember. (laughs) Okay, so last we left off, 
Sook and Kana and I wake up, like wake up in quotation marks, uh, and we're looking down into a pit, and then we can see Condemned in a fight pit, matched against some some guy, and he's whatever. Um, and then they fight, and then uh, nobody wants us to help cheat. I look at the crowd and see a guy wearing what like shit, and it's fucking Claymore, beautiful mulleted blonde man. We realize that the fight is before Connie got his murderer face tattoo, and then we wake up, and then we level up. We wake up feeling sweaty. That was very important, apparently. <laughs> Claymore knows Errold, a smith. Oh, that was the guy fighting Connie. Connie in the pit. Why did I write that three times? Okay. Boots. Maris Reed's book. Oh, right. Okay. And then, so we were talking to Gromdu, and then she was telling us that there is a community using undead as a small army. Um, weapons of destruction or there's also giants coming up from the south eating people and taking stuff and like their home presumably has no more food and we're going to the undead and it's going to be two to three days to continuance 14 days to get to area with undead and then i wrote continuance endurance persistence beyond is where we're going can go to duration on day and then i wrote flint and i think that's the name of my lizard it is yes Perfect. There's also some other shit that I wrote down, but it doesn't seem important. Like, Gromdu is really warm. That's probably very important. I mean, it probably is. I suspect that's going to be integral to the plot. Um, so, you forgot about one important thing, is that you ate that carrot. Yeah, you guys ate a fucking carrot. Oh, yeah, we ate a carrot. Ate a carrot. That's why we had the weird drink. <laughs> Don't forget, you did get those uh, greaves, the the boots. Yeah, I, wrote, I put them down in my inventory as boots of friendship. Do you remember what they do? Yeah, um, I get advantage on my first melee attack two times a day and also i'm better at climbing yeah i wrote notes nice i'm super proud of you i'm amazing you sure are i'm the best D player in the world there was also that girl amdu reveals that sukunkana's sister is not in right now she's out doing uh stuff there was also a really intense conversation that Maris had with Gro Amdu. It was a pretty important one, learning a lot about, you know, stuff that was going on about her and a little bit about her past. Maris read some notes she was able to decipher from her grandfather. Yeah, I think the rest of it you pretty much got. Um, Gro Amdu and Granddaddy knew each other beforehand. They had a falling out. But when he came in with you, she let you into the community because it would be wrong to turn a child away. You asked if Grandpops was a good person. She said that he had always tried to do the best thing, and but she couldn't separate things into the binary of good or bad. Mm, right. And then she hugged me and it was warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I wrote, can I make alchemy stuff? Probably yes. Oh, right. That's the, uh, uh, deciphering some of the notes from your grandfather that was able to give you the assistance for your next alchemy thing. That's what it was. Yes. I think I wrote that down. So, as it stands, the Funky Bunch has left town, and they are on their lizards. They are heading out towards their uh, new quest, and along the way is Continuance, which you'll be able to get to in about two days. You guys want to talk about anything? You want to do anything with your lizards? You want to just walk? This is your opportunity to play a little bit. I want to remind everybody that my lizard name is Nakash, which means baby porcupine. I would die for them. <laughs> you damn well might. <laughs> what color is your lizard? I remember that they had like a rainbow fish aesthetic. That's cute. I don't remember what color they are, but I know that they have rainbow fish scales. Fan art incoming. <laughs> Fan art incoming. <laughs> I'm drawing mine. Do it. Do they have saddles? Uh, Yes, they have lizard saddles. Cute. I love him. <laughs> He's awesome. Okay, mine is Inuk Kawak, which I'm probably mispronouncing. Insuk Kuat, yeah. Insuk Kuat. What does that one mean? It means like gray horse, I'm pretty sure. Mouse colored horse or something like that. <laughs> Switching to in character, 
I, I asked Grimhild what uh, riding mounts were usually called. You asked Grimhild? No, wait. Okay, there's a partial transition in character, okay? You gotta, there's, a, there's a fuzzy moment. I also want to say that there have been several moments at this point where Grim said at the very beginning, she said, oh, these chuckle buddies, something, something. And then I'm like, no, you can curse. And then she's like, I didn't want to do a curse. And then like three minutes later into the recording, she says, Fuck you, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Similarly, she will correct us and be like, no, it's Sukunkana, because we'll call her Grim. And then she will refer to herself as Grim. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Fight me. Yeah. To the death. I asked Sukunkana what riding beasts were once called, and she said uh, Insukkuat would be a good name for it. I decided to defer it to her. Hey, y'all don't know what a Insuk is. But, oh, I can show you. She she wild shapes into a mouse. <laughs> so as you guys watch her wild shape into a mouse, it's that same gross, bone-snappingly disgusting way, but that, that she shrinks down into something small. And on top of the back of her lizard, there's just a tiny, gray, very fast, furry little thing. I make little, like, little mouse squeaky noises at them. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Oh my god. And I skitter around and I mind link and I'm like, so, uh, this is Insuk and that's not what that is. You don't ride on one of these. You are, in this form, suddenly becoming very, very, very dangerously cold. (laughs) (laughs) She turns back, I guess. Come on, let me live a little. (laughs) Hey. God. Oh my god. If you were in an orphanage... I would adopt you. Uh, and then there's this big four-legged creature. Like, imagine the Insuk, but it's, like, really round and muscular. And it's got four very long legs and a really long neck. And then it's, but it's the color of the Insuk. And th- that's what you would ride. What a nightmare. <laughs> but except this one's a lizard. It's completely different. So Condemned just looks at this mouse, <laughs> imagines, like, the eldritch horror that that would be. And it's like... I prefer the lizards. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay. <laughs> Your lizard is very cute. <laughs> it sounds like a fearsome beast. Yes, they were terrifying. It will strike fear into the hearts of my enemies, he says, and he slaps Insukkuat on uh, its shoulder. I've seen them in my dreams. I don't like them. They make me uncomfortable. You do have the capacity and ability and, and strength to turn into one, if you so please. She's just not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you could be a lizard riding a lizard. A horse riding a lizard, even better. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that's what it is. That's even funnier. <laughs> what was your lizard's name? Mine? Yeah. Flint. I love them. I know, it's it's cute, and I went a different route than you guys did. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> And mine has a vitiligo. Vitiligo? I never know how to pronounce that. Vitiligo. 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 Uh, So yeah, I'm going to just say between Thrive and Continuance, you don't find a whole lot in the way of stuff. You you manage to get uh, to Continuance pretty easily. It's a good two-day journey. Do we find that hole that we fell in? Uh, You do find that hole, and you narrowly avoid it. Is there anybody in there? Uh, No. Great. No hole within the hole? No hole within the hole, no. Okay, so I I asked them, I, I said, like, hey, by the way, guys, we're going to be doing uh, Banes and Boons on this episode. So, like, maybe think of some. And then they're like, oh, fuck, I don't know, hole? Hey, I came up with something different. Uh, and then and then uh, freaking Marilyn was like, a hole inside of a hole. And Candor was like, uh, hookers and pimps. <laughs> so, 
Everybody just wanted holes. Anyway, you make it to continuance. Uh, <laughs> so you make it to continuance, and uh, as you can see, your good old buddy Harold is there, standing guard as he was before. He sees you with giant lizards, and he's a little bit concerned looking, but he does wave, holding his spear in the air. Why is he concerned? He hasn't seen the lizards before? We have, we have so many lizards. <laughs> But he's never seen these fucking lizards. Yeah. Our lizards are pretty cool. He's probably concerned because of the way that, like, we handled ourselves and we've come back apparently with a promotion. So does that bode well for, you know, Thrive's decision making? I don't know. Lizard in uh, Tnacha, by the way, is Gishki, which can also be used for any kind of lizard, including dragons. <laughs> I, I would disagree with that on taxonomically. I don't think dragons are lizards. but That's fair. Are they, what are dragons, like reptiles? Well, they're definitely not cold-blooded, for one. Dragons are the dragon type of monster in 5e. Well, either way, I don't have I don't have many reptile words, so giski is it. That's fair. Big <laughs> giski. North American languages probably didn't have a lot of need for, like, words for big reptiles. No. <laughs> so if you guys want to say hi to Howard or you just want to bypass him, like, the ball's in your court. Sukunkan is going to wave. Uh, he tentatively holds his spear up and waves as well. She waves harder. He stops waving. Howard! Hello! How how are you? Fine. Um How's the town? <laughs> Fine. D- hey hey Howard. Just wait until you're closer. <laughs> hey hey Howard. Did anything happen while we were gone? <laughs> also, hey Howard, look at our lizards. I do a little like loop de loop on my lizard. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> I taught my lizard to roll over, but I'm on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just crushed under it. Roll for a new character. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, come on in, I guess. Um. Everything's fine. It's fine. And we're closer now, so we can talk at a normal level. <laughs> Is continuance where we just were with, like, the hot milky? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hot milk mare? Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can we find Jewel? Uh, Jewel is, uh, she's everywhere right now. She's walking around and she's doing a lot of stuff. She, uh, she doesn't want to be disturbed because she's got many people to talk to about, uh, setting up the new infrastructure and trying to find a way to build some walls. That's understandable. Quick refresher, was the community that we were worried about, were they nearby continuance or just kind of, like, in the path? Continuance is on the way there. Okay. Yeah, they're like the first stop. Continuance, endurance, persistence, and then beyond is where we're going. The bed, bath, and beyond section. <laughs> the beyond section of bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> it's where the zombies are. <laughs> yeah. Did we get the um, name of that community? Uh, no. Like, it's just in the wastes. I think zombie town. Did, did we ask? You did not ask. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I thought it was just in the wastes. I was, I, that's the impression I was under. They'd still name it if it was in the wastes. Um understandable we don't wish to put her out of sorts Uh, however you should know we have been sent on a mission to intercept a community that has been aggressing upon others nearby Uh, if you are not aware already it is probably best if you were to prepare for the possibility of an attack they are not incredibly close but still better to be prepared that's much appreciated. I'll be sure to pass that on to Jewel next I see her. Excellent. Uh, where could we find a place to stay for a night? It is a long journey, and we were hoping to stop here. Well, I mean, the three of you stayed at Jewel's. I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but we don't have anywhere for your lizards, unfortunately. For your mounts. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure we can find somewhere for them. You guys know that they are accustomed to sleeping outside. 
in the cold, but he wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ice lizards. Uh, Sukun Kana says, uh, I'm going to go now. Uh, I'm going to mysteriously leave. She's like mind linked to her party members. She's like, I'm going to mysteriously leave uh, as I am mysterious silent witch. And I'm going to go see, uh, how do you say fox? Uh, Nakyu. There it is. I'm going to go see Nakyu. <laughs> Uh yeah all right and then she just she just wordlessly leaves on her lizard. <laughs> Condemned will respond. Please don't get into any trouble. I won't. <laughs> Insight check. Roll a persuasion no, but check. She's not lying though. She just believes in herself. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. That's why it's not deception. I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh so yeah you head off. I guess you probably head to their place. Jules yeah. I think we're all going to the same place right? Yeah I, I think so. So you just walk away. Yeah. While they're mid conversation. Yeah mid conversation she just leaves. Um mm. uh, well she seems to know where she's going. Um should you two go with her or? Yeah how's uh how's the hospital doing? Is there any or like the med- how's the medical tent doing? She hasn't come out of there since you guys left pretty much. She's been a recluse. Why? Something about getting owned? I don't know. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go to Jules. Uh, fine. I'll be sure to check you in when you... when uh, Just go. Or, wait, or how... Did you... We, we send people here, right? To help out? Oh, yeah. A couple people, yeah. They're they're doing a bit of work uh, with Belfast. Uh, they came by. They all came in a footbound caravan. Oh, nice. Is that is that working okay? Is that everything going good with them? They're doing quite well, yeah. So it's much appreciated. Perfect. What time is it? Like a four o'clock ish, like a mid mid afternoon ish. Where can I find Belfast? Uh, well, he's doing a lot of building on the uh, oh, the northwest side of town. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Meris, can you see to my lizard? Yeah, yeah, I'll take care of him. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can offer any assistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's a smart idea for you to go. I'll go keep an eye on the baby. Please. Yeah. Make sure the girl does not get into any more trouble than necessary for her. Yeah. And then if I cross paths with Jewel, you know, I'll just say, hey, how you doing? Just going to catch just gonna catch up with her, see how she's doing. She's seen All right. So I assume that you hop off of your lizard and you hand the reins over to Maris. Yes. Maris, roll an animal handling check. This is not your lizard. Uh- <laughs> I, well, I didn't know they imprinted like that. Can I give advantage? How? I'm going to put my hand on my lizard's shoulder. Well, would it be his thigh, I guess? On his thigh, <laughs> but the, the forward thigh. Yeah. On his neck. Okay, fine, the it's neck. lizard neck. I'm going to put my hand on his neck, and I'm going to squeeze. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Listen to her! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much easier to handle when it's passed out. <laughs> Oh my god. No. Oh my god. It's so dark today. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do not worry. You can trust Meris, basically. Okay, no, you can't give advantage with that. Okay, fine. I wish you could, because I rolled a one again. So nice. Immediately, as you hold the reins and Connie says, you can trust Meris. Uh, you immediately feel like a pulling and a yanking on it as it starts to like grab and try to run. And, and obviously this terrifies Harold. He's sitting there with his spear and he's he's got he's ready. He's like, oh, my God, it's gotten loose. Uh, Condemned will grab the reins back, I guess. Yeah, maybe maybe you should take uh, take the lizard with you. Give me an, a strength forward animal handling check. That is 18. Okay, you manage to to rear your lizard and calm it down. And as you grab onto the reins and you pull and you wrangle it in, 
it doesn't quite struggle as much as it recognizes your your firm hands holding it in place because you've been riding for a couple of days now. Uh, all right, I suppose I'll have to stick around then. Are you sure these things are okay? No. I've only had mine for a couple of days, so I can't really offer any insight. They're very, they're totally fine. Don't worry. They will eat them. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check? Um, is that what you believe? I believe that they're beautiful and amazing. Okay. <laughs> totally fine, though? I rolled a f- 10 plus 4, 14. Okay. He's like, okay, well, I guess it was just you can't handle his lizard or something. So he believes you. He's like, well, okay, then. Um, Just go. And I... I don't want to be responsible for you anymore. Just go. Everybody hates us. <laughs> this is like the biggest security guard feel, though, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Someone who worked as a security guard. Yeah. Oh, just fuck, just go. Just go before you're a problem. Go and get arrested by someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to see whatever crimes you're going to commit, because yeah. then I'm not responsible for it. <laughs> exactly. I was so drunk on my 19th birthday, I was like laying on a crosswalk, and my friend was like calling the cops over to like come pick me up to put me in the drunk tank and they looked at me and they shook their heads and they drove away. <laughs> Sometimes the problem is just like, even if it's your job, it's not worth it. <laughs> she looks like she'll fight us. Anyway, so I assume you head off with your lizards. Well, I'm going to go back to Jules' place because Condemned doesn't much fancy the idea of trying to keep this animal under control and using it at a work site. So That's fair. Uh, so I guess the three of you eventually meet up at Jules' place. All we've accomplished is lightly traumatizing some NPCs, as is tradition. Yeah. Uh, do you leave your lizard outside, uh, Sukunkana, or do you... Uh, I mean... What's your situation? Uh, I, I probably, like... Is there something to tie it on? Not really. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to produce an ice knife and shoot it at the ground. (laughs) Okay, do a deck save. How close are you to this knife? I'm just shooting it, like, in front of me. Like, at the ground. Do a deck save, because within five feet, it explodes. Oh, it explodes? Yes! I don't know that. She would know that. (laughs) Would she? (laughs) Would she? She's never used a spell. (laughs) She's never used a spell. Uh, I know. I have an idea. I'm going to ritually cast Speak with Animals. Okay, that's that's 10 minutes, and uh, so your friends come yeah, by. Yeah, that's enough time for them to show up. Yeah, and they see you just sitting there, like, chanting witch magics. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Which you guys have seen her do before, I think, because she's done this spell before. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's a good explanation for it. So. But, yeah, just wait patiently while I'm casting my magics. I want to give them a bit of time to just play in that space. <laughs> Condemned is going to take out one of his javelins and he's going to take out his hammer and he's just going to hammer the javelin, which actually, no, because one of his javelins just like has a piece of rope attached to it as the standard. So he just hammers that javelin into the ice and then hooks the lizard to it and hopes that it just doesn't try to get out too hard. Uh, As soon as you do it yourself, it just and it just lays down. Excellent. Are our lizards friends? I mean, they know each other. Like, do our lizards get along? I mean, they're siblings, so... Right? Like, they all hatched at the same time? Like, they're siblings. I mean, fuck around and find out. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna go put my lizard next to Condemns. This is great because I'm pretty sure that yours is the smartest lizard and mine is clearly the stupidest lizard, so... Yeah, because me and my lizard have a really good connection. So can I, like, try to teach it to sit? I mean, you just sort of gesture. Do you, like, like, ride it over and then, like, just sort of, like, get off and be like, stay? No, I'm going to like, I think I'm going to get off and like walk it over just kind of slowly. Okay, it does. Perfect. And then I'm going to put the reins on the javelin or whatever. Okay, it works. You do it. Perfect. And then I'm going to go sit. It does. I'm going to give him a big kiss on the cheek. It gives you a lick. 
oh, and I give it my whole heart. Okay. It eats it. Nope. And then I go, <laughs> do I have any treats? And Would I have any treats for it? You got meats and stuff. I'm going to give it some meat, a little jerky. Okay. It eats the meat. It's oh. very happy about the meat. It's sort of like a, nom, 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 nom. a lot of Foley noises. And then can I, uh, I don't know if I want to give Condemns a treat. I'm scared it'll eat my whole face. Condemned gives his for some food. Okay, good. Then I, yeah, I'm gonna leave then. <laughs> Is this one of those lizards you have to feed every day, or uh, yeah. they are they are content with their foods? Am I done casting my spell? So you finish ritually casting your spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I turn I turn to uh, Napkash and I'm like, hi, baby. <laughs> hi, mom. Hi. Uh, I have to go inside this building for an undetermined amount of time. Uh, will you stay here? I'll stay here until you come back. Thank you. If anybody tries to take you scream you got it you, you know how to scream right you just real loud and it reels back and it just goes ah! <laughs> excellent do that if somebody tries to take you or even like try to touch you unless it, i don't know don't just scream and i'll come I'll come a running to everyone else who can hear this it's more it's less of like a like a like a human who just did a scream and more like a <laughs> <laughs> well it's actually it's more like sukin kana is going <laughs> exactly yeah Oh my god, so you're parcel tonguing. Yeah, and I turn to the other list. It's like, hey, y'all good? I'm so excited to hear mine's voice. Oh, we're good. (laughs) Was that Connie's? Yeah, we're fine. (laughs) Why does mine sound 80? (laughs) You sound like an old man. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It's so on brand, I think. Uh, And then uh, Maris looks at you and is like, um, yeah, good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Ah. Okay. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Napkash a little bit of meat because I don't want them to feel left out. A little bit of Watskina. Uh. Has some meat. Gets the meat. It's. It's very cartoony. Is like. Thank you. Thank you, mom. Okay. Bye. I love you. And then like lays down, sort of like one of my dogs do. You know how when I'm on the computer and they lay down. Yeah. I give Napkash a little a little kiss on their forehead. Um. <laughs> they they give you a little kiss on your forehead. Excellent. Uh. Sukunkana goes inside Jules' home like she belongs there. She doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you go inside, you can see that their shoes that they wear outside are gone. It's empty. It's not loud. There's nobody in there right now. Uh, even Naku? Nope. Naku is not there right now. Oh. Well, she's going to go look for her. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that Jewel is still hosting people at her house. I remember that being a point of contention back when Bill was in charge. I mean, Harold just kind of assumed. Maybe she doesn't. Yeah, we didn't really ask. We should find her. <laughs> we should probably find her. I'm going to find Naku, though. Also, he said that, like, the hospital, like, she's been in there. Maybe I should go in there and, like, heal some folk with all of these, uh... I mean, I guess I shouldn't use all my... If I sleep in the town overnight, is that a long rest? If you sleep in a town, it's a long rest. Okay, I could go use... I could just go use up some of my spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> Does she know this? I guess. But she doesn't want to go and find Naku. Okay, um, give me just, like, a wisdom roll. Sort of like a wisdom gut check. Not a doll watch. Not a doll watch. I got a nine. Okay. You think maybe it'll be up in uh, just to pick a random direction and that's where you think she'll be? <laughs> I just follow the heart of the cards and it's wrong. Follow the heart of the cards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I go to the Wumbo. Okay. As you go to the Wumbo, do you guys join her to the Wumbo? What's the Wumbo? West. It's the opposite of waste. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Condemned follows, yes. Okay. Uh, your lizards do stay put as well. Uh, so as you guys head to the to the west uh, of town, it's not super far, but you can just see that there's uh, some infrastructure going up, and uh, you actually do find Jewel and Naku. Ah! 
they're uh, talking to some builders and some of the people are a little bit familiar from Thrive, but they're sort of like they're jobbers, you know, they're just people who go out and do stuff and they don't you don't not super familiar with them, uh, except for Condemned. Uh, you see a man from behind who's got long hair and he looks like he might have been sleeping next to you recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Newbie. Jewel turns and sees all of you guys and uh, just sort of like waves, sort of like, oh, hi, and I, uh, and I, you're back soon. Uh, come on over. Um, we go on over. I, I won't be able to talk for long. So as you guys walk up, uh, Naku is also there and she's sort of with her sister learning how the infrastructure, how, how the, uh, <laughs> I guess the municipality works in the way that she's trying to start running this place. And it, it, it looks like uh, she's just shadowing her sister. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm glad to have you see you guys again. It's been a lot of work since you guys have been gone. I've been putting a lot of work into making sure that this place is properly guarded and it's been difficult. But the people that you sent over from Thrive, they're, they're really very helpful. Some of them said they hadn't been there long, but this was part of their initiation to joining the community. I really appreciate that they came out to somewhere so close and nearby. If you, if you take a little bit closer look, you can see that she's got like big bags under her eyes. Maybe she hasn't been sleeping as well. Yeah, uh... If you guys are here, would you be able to help? Oh, yes, Sukunkana? While, while she's talking, Sukunkana just straight up walks over to Naku and just hug. Just am, am hugging this whole time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, uh, you two can spend some time together if you want to stick around here and sort of, I guess, supervise and make sure if anybody hurts themselves, you're, you're there. I'm so glad that you guys are here because I need to be somewhere else. And if you guys stay here and, and, and handle them and help them, I'll, I'll be able to head off and do some other things in a different part of town. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, we left our um big lizards at your place. Just a heads up. What? What? Yeah, we left our big lizards at your place. Just they're just parked outside. So, um, when you see them, don't worry. Don't try to pet them; they might scream. <laughs> but they're friendly. Did you put up a sign or something? No. Well, why would anybody try to pet them? Uh, so you can kind of mind link. She's like, nobody should be trying to pet our lizards anyway. Condemned turns his head to Sukun Kana. Aren't you like the last person that should be saying that though? Yeah, you're the first person to try to pet a lizard. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I can talk to them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can ask them first. It's true. Uh, can Jewel hear this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not. I you, you just. They're very cute. I'm not dealing with this right now. That's a. That's a maybe problem for lit. It's don't. I'm not going to go to my home. That is you. You. You have your fun. Um. I'm. I'm gonna go. Jade. I'll. I'll see you at home later. I assume with them. Um. But I'll see you at home later. And then she. She like hoofs it. Basically like a light jog away from where you guys are. And uh, Naku is just like holding you tight, and she's not talking right now. But there's a lot of people around. She's. Give me an insight. Give me an insight check. I mean, she's just gonna mind link, but okay. Everybody or just Sukun Kana? Whoever wants to. Okay. I got an eight. Condemned actually kind of wants to do an insight check on Jewel as that conversation was happening because he is wondering when they got this promoted that they're being trusted to supervise shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they don't like or trust us. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. 18? Uh, so you understand that she just sort this was sort of like a rather hostile takeover that she just took this on and she's like, we're not doing it how he was doing it. We were losing people all the time. And you could tell from how she was before that, like, this is the opportunity that she took to implement a lot of the things that you and her talked about. Fermented uh, an autocratic dictatorship. Got it. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta, I guess. Yeah. The difference between a revolutionary autocracy and a meritocracy is thin sometimes. 
I'm not smart enough to follow up on that, so I'm going to say that Nakiu gives you a big hug and she is not talking because there's lots of people around. Uh, well, Sukun kind of is going to mind link and she says, uh, Nakiu. Oh, it's nice to see you again. Hey, uh, you, you're looking good. Are you, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm tired all the time. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing anyway? What were we left in charge of? Uh, well, so right now they're working on, uh, the foundation of building up some walls. So basically we're just building big ditches into the ice around town. Cool, cool, cool. It's, it's, I can't help, but, you know, if somebody like, you know, hits himself in the foot with an auger or something, then I can help them out. Yeah, how's the how's the magic going? It's not great, but I'm getting there. I can I can help I can I can give people like if they like stub their toe, I can make it feel better. But like mm. if, if somebody lost a finger, I couldn't do much about it. Oh I couldn't I can make someone's finger come back. Oh okay. Well that's good. Like then. You, just, you can just close the wound. Almost. You know. You can't make the limbs grow back. That's you know what though, does the is the, the dirt helping a little? A little bit, yeah. It's uh yeah. it smells really good. Mm, yes. yes. I ate this orange root the other day, like a, a vegetable. <laughs> Her eyes just like fucking boom, huge, like Yeah, I mean I grew a vegetable. Oh my god. Yeah, it tasted wild. It was <sighs> You ever try to describe how a carrot tastes? <laughs> And then your little sister shits on you for it. Yeah. <laughs> it was sweet. <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> and crunchy. Sweet and crunchy. That I mean, that sounds that's hard to imagine. I know. It was it was I should have brought some. I'm sorry, I forgot. Well, it's okay. But I mean, was, could you grow more good. out of the same one? I don't know. Oh. I'm scared. Mm. I've had that carrot for seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> I've never eaten it until now. What a weird thing to suddenly make canon, but yes. <laughs> I, I've, I've been scared to try it. I tried it with a friend because I thought I might die. So, like, at least if I died eating a carrot, like, we would die together. Uh, that's, how I, that's how I tried drugs for the first time. That's so cute. <laughs> you suicide packed in mirrors. <laughs> As you guys are having this conversation, the other two, uh, you look to the left and it seems like everybody is taking, like, a ten minute break or so. And they're all sitting around a uh, a rod that is stabbed into the ground, and you can hear noise coming out of it. <laughs> it's one of the rod casts that Maris listens to back in Thrive. Oh my god, I hate you. I was so happy. I didn't get the joke. Explain it to me. Seven episodes ago, yep. uh -huh. Maris was talking about how back where I'm from... We have a thing called broadcasts, and they talk about murder and stuff, and I didn't say that that wasn't real. So it's real. I'm so happy. You, they're listening to a rodcast, and it's just like a like a magical rod in the middle of the ice. Is it live? It's It seems like it's some sort of interdimensional sending of sorts, sending to the immediate area. Does one of them sound like Griffin McElboy? Fuck it. They're listening to a tabletop podcast. Yeah. They're listening to a D&D &D podcast. Does that mean they know what trees are? No. It's very confusing for them. The metagaming doesn't make any sense here. Look, I'm not about to go out of my way to, like, build a, a fake tabletop RPG in my fake tabletop RPG world, okay? Matt Mercer would do it. Matt Mercer would do it. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> He's a professional. I'm a doofus. That's fair. He could not handle the three of you, I don't think. <laughs> 
how many are sitting around the rod? There's seven. Any from our town, too, I assume? Six of them are from your town. Oh, shit. Who's the other one? He's from here. Whatever. Oh, just a rando? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just an unnamed NPC. Don't make me name him. What do they look like? What's their hopes and dreams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What are we doing and how can I help? Uh, so the guy who uh, sort of looks like he's taller and bigger and he's a little in charge, he says, uh, well, uh, the three of you can, uh, three of you, two of you, one of you looks a little small like the other one. You don't look like you're going to be much help. Two of us. Two of us. Yeah, the two of you. Uh, we got we got a few more minutes here. We're just taking a little break, and then we're going to get to, uh, and he picks up like a sort of a rudimentary auger, uh, and he's like, we're going to be using these, and we're going to be slowly digging ditches along the way here. So it'll be pretty easy if you just head along and do that with us. We'll uh, we'll set you down with a, with a measurement. And then you'll do one of those per those measurements. It'll take a little while at time because these aren't the strongest, but it's the best that we got. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, also, you might want to explain what an auger is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it is, but... Corkscrew for ground? Yeah! Yeah, it's a corkscrew for ice, basically. You just have, you, you have like a, a handle that you sort of spin around, and then there's a corkscrew bit, and that part drills into the ground, and it's used for ice fishing, mostly, in, in our modern day. And it's it's sort of just like a like a hand drill for ice. It's if you want to Google it, it's A U G E R, I believe. I'm wondering. I doubt it. Does Sukunkana have any animals that can dig in ice, or is that too easy for this? Can I turn game? into a bear? Actually, I don't know. We're not. We're trying to keep the animal stuff on the DL though. Oh right, right, right. You know. Yeah. Well, he just he. He called you little. I'm like a I'm like I'm a regular fire conjuring witch, not a shape shifting witch. Right, right. <laughs> Condemned. You do recognize that man who is just the back of his head. I know whether or not he snores. He doesn't. What a catch. Yeah. Go talk to him. <laughs> you haven't seen his face yet. Still, he's still facing away from you. That's true. He could be ugly. Chat him up. Ask him what his sign is. Hey, so I was wondering. Um... <laughs> hey, you look like a Leo, but you're really giving me Pisces vibes. What's your story? I mean, condemned is not a people person. That's so okay. he, he wouldn't like introduce like he, he wouldn't care. I, I the player suspect that there's some plot relevance to this person, but condemned sees no reason to, unfortunately. It's a shame we don't have any high charisma people people, yeah. extroverts on our uh, party. Mm-hmm. I was literally just about to say I'm gonna walk to the rod and be like Oh my god, what are you guys listening to? What's your story? Uh, nice to see you guys, by the way. Uh, so you you are familiar with, uh, not not even familiar, you are like aware of two of these people and the rest of them are just sort of like people you've seen walking around in Thrive. Uh, and they just sort of like say like, oh yeah, the uh, you're the... The alchemy guy's kid. Yeah. You want to sit down for a bit? Uh, just watch this, listen with us for a little bit? We got, we got maybe two more or so minutes. Yeah, I'll take a listen for sure. Scoot on over. All right, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, uh, one of them does. It's a man with short uh, blonde hair, and he just scoots over on his, like, ass. He moves around in the circle. They don't have seats. That's the best part. They've been stuck in front of this door for five episodes now. Yeah. I thought this was outside. No, it's in the in the show. In the show, in the show. Oh. In the broadcast, yeah. He's like, yeah, they, uh, they, they, look, they, they don't have, uh, like, anyone who can, like, pick locks or anything i'm not really sure what that means all right let's get to work uh and then the rod just sort of like shoop, and it's like there's a ball on the end of it so it's just sort of like is stuck in the ice now and it's just held down it's not making any noise while it's currently inactive each person like picks up one of their augers and like they go by two person teams because one person holds it steady and the other person cranks it because they're kind of large uh so you guys are able to pair off with yourselves or pair off with other people if you want pair off with ourselves i think is straightforward okay 
That's what Condemned would vote for, anyway. Oh, uh, I was going to pair off with your non-snoring boy. Okay, well, for so just for the sake of that, you don't know anything about who this guy is or anything about it. That's true, yeah. Okay. Is, he, is he pretty, though? Is he pretty, though? Ooh, yeah. Somebody roll me a d6. Four. Okay, uh, you get paired up with the guy you were sitting right next to. Oh, I thought we were. I thought you were rolling a d six to see how pretty he was. No, I also thought. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was disappointed. Yeah, I was like, damn, he's like pretty. Like a four out of six scale. Like four to six is pretty. Yeah, I was like, four's not bad. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's not okay. yeah, yeah, it's all right. No, uh, I was just, I was just saying, like, like if you don't immediately go off with your friend, they put a guy with you. Uh, I've been to those parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll go with, I want to go with Condemned. So, like, they say, like, all right, uh, so you, uh, you there, you go with, uh, with them, uh, and you're just sort of like, ugh, yuck, no, I want to hang out with my friend. It's not you. We just kind of, you know. Okay, uh, so the two of you, since you've never done this before, give me (laughs) athletics checks with disadvantage. Oh, right, good point. Um... Condemned would have remembered that he's never done this before. Fair. If we can roll this back again. For the third time. Yeah, actually, no, 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 no. We don't even need to roll it back. We can say that, like, so everybody else starts, and then me and Maris look at each other, and Condemned's like, maybe I should find someone who's done this before. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, Sukun kind of, meanwhile, this is happening, is trying to see if she can pick up Naku and spin her around. <laughs> uh... Also, athletics check with disadvantage because well, no, you don't have to do it with disadvantage because you're weak as hell. Oh, I just rolled a regular dice. Well, I got a five plus negative two, so I got a three. Okay, so you do not even manage to pick her up. Then I rolled a net. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marilyn, I have not given you your your setup yet. Well, I rolled a net twenty. <laughs> Neat. Give it to me. <laughs> uh, so you get paired up with the guy that I said from before, and for the sake of plot moving forward. Uh, <laughs> Connie, you get paired up with the guy who you are semi-familiar with. How hot is he? How how hot is he? How how hot is he? Roll a d6. Yeah! <laughs> Scale one to six. Oh, no. I got a two. He's okay. He looks like one of us. Mm, kind of an uggo. <laughs> no, Maris is a ten. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, that was funny, though. <laughs> how dare you say that about Marilyn? <laughs> all right. Uh, so he, he's just sort of like average looking. He's fine. You don't care about that at all. But we know. We the vain humans playing. No, he's got hair. He's not my type. He's got a relatively, like, chiseled jaw, and his hair's pretty long, and he's got a pretty steely gaze. That's a two to you? No, it's- What is a one? Is this a reverse scale? Oh my god. I I don't want to go into, like, a whole bunch of detail of what this guy looks like. I'm trying to let the fans- He does have a bunch of pus on his face. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's bleeding out of both of his nostrils, and one of his eyes is all milky. What do you want from me? Mm, hot. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, chiseled jaw, steely gaze. This is not a two, my man. Long hair? It's it's like intimidating gaze. It's not like- You just- Describing Legolas. <laughs> so anyway, there's two out of six staring at you. And he says, "All right, it's pretty. It's uh, it's pretty simple. You just you hold on to this part, and I'll I'll spin, and then we can switch out a little bit later to give the other one a rest from what they're doing. So just do your best to keep this part still, yeah. and it should be okay. Should be able to do that. Give me a." Strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. I can't do athletics. No, because this is somebody else imparting an effect upon you. That is a 12. Okay. Uh, You managed to do an average job. It's your first time. It's not great, but you're doing all right. You're holding it in place, and he does give you a bit of correction, and he sort of like... Like, every now and then, just sort of like... uh, You know when you're training a new person at a job, and you're just like, oh! Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of that vibe. 
flipping over Maris. You got uh, that guy who we were sitting next to. You guys already have a little bit of a rapport there. And he's like, all right, it should be pretty easy. Um, So I'm going to hold it for now, and then you're going to crank it. All right? So we, we, just, just you got to do just like this. You can use both hands because I'm going to be holding on pretty tight here so it doesn't go anywhere. So uh, give me a, 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 a athletics check. I have to make a new one? Yes, you have to make a new one. Not because I don't want you to have it. No, that's okay. It's, I did amazing. 14 plus 5, baby. 19. Hey. All right. It's an impressive amount of easy for you. So you're just sort of like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll start doing this. And you're like... <laughs> I feel like I have like a good rhythm because I use like the mortar and pestle at like the alchemy shop so much that I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. Hey. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, this is like a, a bigger version of a thing I already know how to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like relatively impressed. He's like, you are going for it wow that is incredible i'm having so much fun <laughs> uh so yeah that that's sort of what you guys spend uh the rest of the day doing since condemned is already there he is going to strike up conversation because i've now remembered actually that um i said that condemned had planned to check in with the guy that was sleeping next to him if it was easy and it is easy now so yeah sounds good yeah Ah, so I actually saw you before. You were uh, sleeping in the bed next to me. Oh, of course that was you. Yeah, you're huge. How could I? How could I forget? Goliath uh, or not, as rare a sight in the wastes as they are elsewhere. So, how has the town been doing? I'm I'm pretty new, so it's hard to say. I've only arrived recently, and it's you know. I I just need it. I need somewhere to live, and this is what they said. Like, go here, help these people out. We do what we must. Condemned, by the way. Uh, Errold. And he reaches out a hand to shake your hand. I know that name, but I don't know this conversation's happening. Errold? Yeah. We have a Herald and an Errold now? <laughs> what is with the olds? <laughs> Interesting, he says. I know an Errold. Oh, do you? Where from? Yes, uh, from a different time. <laughs> There's no way to have everybody have the same name or anything, and people are going to double up eventually, and it just happens. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, in any case, so what What brought you to Thrive? Well, so I was uh, traveling with some people uh, just south of Thrive. And, well, I heard about the giants and stuff. They were destroying lots of caravans. And I knew that I had to get out of the community that I was in. Otherwise, it might be targeted next. I figure I could find somewhere safe, somewhere large. And I happened upon Thrive. It was a really... It was really a big convenience more than anything. I was really lucky, but they, they said that they're sending people off that way. Luckily, I got sent here because I'm not much of a fighter myself. I'm strong, but I, I don't, I'm not combat trained. I'm not, I mostly do this kind of stuff. I lift things and push things. Very different from the other Herald I know. Perhaps a skill you should look into acquiring, at least to some extent. Everyone needs to learn how to fight at some point. I uh, we, I did have a, a, a companion a while ago. I'd carry them on my back and they would shoot arrows from, I guess I was their mount. It, would, it, it was just so that we, we could move at the same time. And I'm, I'm quite fast. So it was, that was sort of my role. I could lift things and I could run fast. It's, it's not much, but it worked for us until, uh, until somebody shot back. All strategies have disadvantages. Do you want to switch? Do you want to switch? I'll hold for a bit and you can crank and... Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll go on top. You, you're okay, getting okay, tired. Sure. Sounds... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, I held it through all of that, okay? So, <laughs> so you switch. You just sort of, I guess you just sort of, like, he's awkward and he doesn't really want to talk much more about it. Sukun kind of gets bored supervising. Mm -hmm. And then she wants to, like, line up at the next spot 
and get out of produced flame and try to dig her own hole uh, with uh, Naku. <laughs> okay. She wants to teach Naku how to use produced flame and also make a hole like everybody else because she's bored. You and I are going to roll right now, and I'm going to roll a d20 and add her proficiency stuff, and you're going to add your spell attack bonus. Uh-huh. So we're going to do that. We're gonna, you're going to do a produced flame spell attack, and we're both going to do that at the same time. Give me a one. Give me a two. Give me a wow. I got a 21. Oh, wow. So between her getting a 16 and you getting a 21, you do a pretty decent job melting this hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice. It's sort of the same shape as the ones that they're doing and stuff. It's a lot smoother because you're melting it. Does it go faster, slower, or the same pace? Probably slower. Yeah, it's much slower. Yeah, significantly slower. So they're just like huddled around this little fire, just chilling. <laughs> and th- that's all they're doing. That's it. Yeah. Let's fast forward a little bit <laughs> so we can just have our whole, some of our holes made and we can head on back to Jewel's place. Oh, yeah. Cranking some holes. Unless you guys have more stuff you want to do. You want, do you have any more auger gags? Um, I never met an auger I couldn't crank. <laughs> I haven't drilled this much since I got banished. I feel like you guys aren't seeing the whole picture. Eh. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. Was that a joke? Because holes. What? <laughs> Uh, so you guys are back at Jules' place. Your lizards have not moved. They're just chilling in the spot that you told them to chill at. I give mine a kiss. I give mine a kiss. kiss. They kiss you back. I give mine a pat on the shoulder like Stephen Harper shaking his kid's hand. <laughs> I was going to say you give it like a firm handshake. <laughs> yeah. It accepts that. Uh, you head inside and uh, well done. Good job. You guys have helped for a day and Jade and Jewel are there and they welcome you and they say like, of of course, uh, I feel like I should have mentioned this before. You are able to join anytime at my home. Specifically, the three of you. Uh, I can't tell you how much the community appreciates. Not necessarily everyone in the same way and not everybody the same amount. But it is it is appreciated. That's a good thing because we assumed. <laughs> we'll feed you for the night. But uh, because of the nature of the, the everything changing so quickly, we can only really house you for one night. Naturally. That's okay. Did the guard manage to get to you uh, the message? Yes. Uh, I figured something was coming close. I don't know. I had a, a gut instinct that something was coming. So that's why I refocused a lot of our interest to building walls around, just in case we needed that extra line of defense to keep people safe. Good idea. Although it's been a really long day, so I need to get some sleep. Yeah, you look tired. Jewel, she might like... <laughs> what? 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 what Did it? you see that me and Naku made some holes with fire? Uh, no, I didn't, but that's really... Naku, show her the fire. Um, and <laughs> so, uh, Jade, like, has a small fire in her hands about two-thirds the size of the one that you were able to produce, which is much bigger than last time you saw it. That's impressive. She she looks over and she's like, "That well done. We made holes. I believe that you sure did. We did, yes. Y'all need some water? I can make you some water. <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> so she heads off and she goes to bed. Uh, Naku is also very tired because this is one of her days where she's been out a lot and been more social and stuff than she's used to. Knock you. You wanna you wanna try to dream together? Maybe. Um. But first, I'm in charge of feeding you tonight. Ah. So she gets some bowls and some broth and stuff, and she feeds you guys for the night. And then she's like, "Okay, I guess you and I should we lay down? Sleep over. Sleep over. Okay. Sleep over. This is Grim just like, I haven't had a sleepover in forever, and I want to do as many as possible. God, right? Please, I need to socialize more. So you guys have your broth, and do you 
go to bed? Do you chill out in the in the Kotatsu zone a little bit? Before we head off to bed, I was going to ask um, Condemned. It's really nice that they're working super hard to, you know, get the town ready for if, you know, another attack. But man, those girls look overtired. I, I wonder if there's anyone that they can, like, delegate to. If there's any more helping hands around here that we could find for them. My understanding is that Jules' grip on the town is in its infant state. Most likely she will need to be assertive to keep herself present. Uh, if she stays out of the eye too long, she may lose what control she has already gained over this community. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I just hope they don't overwork themselves for if there's, you know, another attack. I want them to be okay, but yeah. Well, if there is another attack and the town is not properly defended, they'll be able to sleep for a long time, but they're dead. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's what they want, though. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's just you are going to, like, the wrong person to be like, do you think these people are working too hard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jade is obviously overhearing this conversation because she's still awake. Yeah. And she just looks at the two of you like, okay, um, Sukumkana, do you want to go to bed? <laughs> yeah, always. Okay. Do you, I, I imagine that she would take you to like her bed, which is like yeah. large enough for both of you. They have, they have a sleepover. It's adorable. And the two of you, do you stay up at all or do you go to bed after this conversation? Can we go to bed? Long day tomorrow. As the two of you bed down, you sort of have your normal nighttime rituals that you do. I don't know what those are. <laughs> For example, laying down and getting covered. Condemned will meditate a little bit. You know, like a vegan. Yeah. Like a vegan. And Sukumkana, you and Naku, you do not dream at the, like, together. You, do, you are not in each other's dreams. But you do wake up and she asks, uh, what did you dream about last night? Um... I dreamed about a swamp. I also dreamed about a swamp. Did you dig around in the swamp? No, I, well, I sort of. Uh, I did. I found some weird creatures. Were they like four-legged and like small? Were they jumping around a lot? No, they were like weird worms that attached themselves to my skin. Oh, those, uh, oh, oh. It was weird and it didn't hurt, surprisingly. They showed me that before. Um, those are. They were small and black. I bled. It was crazy. They were sucking your blood. Yeah. Yeah. In mine, I saw little four-legged jumpy guys. <gasps> the Watak? Yeah, yes. Oh, I love the Watak. Oh, that's where that character's name is from. Yeah, they're little they're little jumpy guys. I didn't like them too much, but they were kind of cute, you know? I love Did you know that they're like small fish when they're babies? What are fish? They live in the water and they don't have legs. Oh, like snakes. Yeah, except like flatter and shorter. Maybe maybe she'll show me that tonight. Imagine my lizards. Okay. But like flat and without legs. You ever try to describe a tadpole? Like scales? For, I'm talking about fish right now. About a kyaku. I don't know what those are. I can turn into a fish. Uh, she turns into a fish. <laughs> you immediately start dying. Like faster than usual. Yeah. <laughs> Flop around helplessly. Jade panics. She's like, oh my god. Um, uh, and she like picks you up and she's like, I don't know what to do with you. Uh, so she like wraps you in a blanket. <laughs> I die faster. Yeah. So you lose your one HP and then you unwild shape. So I unwild shape inside of a blanket. It's yeah. not comfortable. You fold out. She's like still holding you. So like you both collapse to the ground. Is it? Is this morning? Yes. So, uh, Sukuna's like, okay, so that's a fish. That's a kyaku. Don't do that again, please. Yeah, they lead, they need water to live. They breathe underwater, and they don't breathe in not underwater. And it, the point is, I just experienced death, and that was crazy. <laughs> Let me cut over to the other two. Uh, <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, uh, audience, uh, Marilyn just went to the bathroom, so she'll be able to hear that in the, the released version. 
Oh, man. Condemned wakes up and also meditates. Does some vegan shit. <laughs> he probably overheard that entire conversation and just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> little witch things. <laughs> little witch things. Oh uh, yeah, you go. Uh, you do your meditation, your morning ritual. You go outside. Your lizards are still right exactly where you told them to stay. All right, I guess we go to the next place. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get the hell out of here. You guys can say goodbye to whoever you want and stuff. Give but... a really long hug to Naku. Uh, she hugs you again and she lifts the dirt up and gives it just a little smell just before you go, so she can remember a little bit. I'm gonna miss you. I miss you too. She kind of, like, holds her head and, like, shakes her a little bit gently in, like, an affectionate way, you know, in the way when one which somebody grabs somebody's head and gently shakes them. Yeah. Um, and says, Anunikit, we'll see each other soon. Jewel is gone by the time you guys are awake, but as you head on out of town, uh, you are going past the area that Belfast was said to be working at. And Belfast and Jade are both talking kind of far away, but you guys could, you know, yell or you could go there on your way out if you like. Mm. Nah. Nah? Nah. Well, I will, like, obviously yell. Bye, guys. Thanks for everything. They both turn to you and give you, like, a wave of... And Belfast, uh, he notices condemned and he's like, All right, next time you're back, you and me, quick wrestling match. Oh, no, I want to stay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Next time. <laughs> next time, okay? Uh, he yells that back in uh, Giant and he says, <laughs> What did he say? What's a good thing to say? What's a wrestling thing to say? Uh, I don't watch wrestling. See you on the mat. <laughs> I'll see you on the mat. Next time. Next time. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> classic wrestling phrase. Sunday. He, he turns to all the people around him and he says, you're going to pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> So the three of you are walking. Uh, You're on your lizards and one step farther and you'll be the farthest from home you've ever been. Condemned, that's not true. You're very far from home. Yeah. Both both other two of you, this is definitely farther than you've ever been from home. It's rather cold. The weather's beating down. The the clouds become quite dense. And give me a perception check. Fuck me, nine. Got a 19. Eight. All right. Your girl proficient in perception. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Somebody should be. <laughs> what you find on your way is a uh, very small, far away. So it's it's very shiny. <laughs> it's it's hard to see, but you're able to pick it out because it is a little darker than it normally would have been. It's a shiny rock. It's a rock. <laughs> it is a rock. It's a shiny rock. So you can kind of run. Uh, you gallop on your lizard. <laughs> yeah. With reckless abandon. With reckless abandon. You get up on, you gallop on your lizard. She gets off and runs, picks up the lizard and runs. <laughs> Condemned has to jerk his lizard to follow the witch. Nope. It doesn't, you do not have to jerk. He will just do it. He is listening to you 100%. You can jerk it if you want. That's not, this is not coming along how I thought. Um. Let's just move out. Yeah. Long. Let's just um, move that along. That sounds kind of gay. No gays allowed in this podcast. <laughs> this is a heterosexual podcast. <laughs> gay, the only people that are likable in this podcast are the gay ones. <laughs> Just like in real life. <laughs> so as you get closer, you can see that it's actually uh, there's there's a there's a pair of them. There's, oh. there's two rocks that are next to each other. Sukun kind of gets off her lizard and goes to the rocks without, okay. <laughs> without any sense of self-preservation. Okay. Uh, what is this? 
Uh, nuki. Uh, these are nuki. And nuki is the Tanakh word for rock. Are those like trees? You remember dirt? This is like the uh, hard version of dirt. I see. So do trees grow out of these? Um, no. Oh. Thank God. What do we do with this? Uh, before she touches them. <laughs> She's gonna do. I want to do a uh, arcana check. Uh, uh. Can I do an insight check on the rocks? Yeah, go on, go ahead. Just because I don't know what if they have thoughts or feelings. I got a three. Okay, you don't. You have no fucking idea. Excellent. I want to ritually cast detect magic. <laughs> okay, that'll take you ten minutes. I got a seventeen for insight. Condemned. Just gonna do a quick. I guess it would be investigation. Sure. Three! Cool. You have no fucking idea. That's fair. You're in the exact same boat that uh, Sukun Khan is in. Um, so your 17 insight check on the rocks tells you that they're definitely rocks, and the insight checks will tell you nothing about them. Perfect. They're glowing. How do I feel about the rocks? Yeah, insight your feelings on the rocks. How do you feel about the rocks? <laughs> you're gonna do that in real life. Do some introspection. Yeah, do an insight check on yourself. So my therapist says, do some insight on yourself. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you how your character feels unless you're having a horrible, horrible sa- insanity moment. I think I feel good about the rocks. Okay, what do you do about that feeling? Uh, I'm gonna name it Dwayne. Yeah. The one on the right. Oh no. Okay. And I'm gonna name the one on the left, Johnson. Yeah, this is Dwayne the Rock, and this is Johnson the Rock. I beat Maris to death with Dwayne and Johnson. <laughs> you finish me doing my witch stuff first. Okay. I am detecting magic. Uh, you you're, you 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 get to detect magic up. You can detect that you all have a little bit of inherent magic in your stuff and your tools and the stuff that you've made for each other. Are the Nuki magic? You can tell these have a distinct evocation magic. Um, qu- question, sorry. What, what color are the rocks, and what kind of shine do they have? Uh, they are uh, sort of a blue-green... They have a slight glow to them. Is it a green glow? Do we feel warm? Do you feel warm? No, they don't feel warm. Uh, Sukun Kana is going to pick one up. <laughs> okay, you pick it up. It's a rock. Uh, she picks the other one up. It's a rock. It's shiny rock. She, she clacks them together. They go clack. Clickety clackety rocks. <laughs> <laughs> How bright are they? Uh, they're they're all right. They're not super bright. You can see on each side of them now that you've picked them up. There seems to be like a head, like a small like engraving of like a face. Oh, I thought you meant like a human head. Okay. Uh, she says yeah, I hated that. she says hello. Uh, and you hear hello come through one and uh, hello come out the other. Ooh. What? Are they like the like? Is it my voice or is it their voice? It's your voice. Ah. <gasps> oh. One second, she 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 just throws one without warning to Connie. Yeah. What's this? Uh, Sukun kind of runs away from you, and then she sk- she squats on the ground and holds the rock up to her face and goes, "Hello." Uh, nothing comes out of the other side. Why not? She can only use it to send once a day. No, you got the listening Dang. rock. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, talk talking to yours. Why? And then you hear why? There's <laughs> a talking rock and a listening rock. And then I and then I'm gonna res- I can respond, can't I? Yep. And I say, it's a it's a talking rock. And you hear her say that. It's a talking rock. Oh, can't you already do that? You do not hear that. <laughs> Fuck you! I just got it. Rocky talkies. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> What? Rocky talkies? Are you fucking with me right now? Yeah. Rocky talkies. No, those are these are these are sending they're stones. Sending but they're sending stones. Called yeah. Rocky. But that's funnier. <laughs> they are often called Rocky talkies by uh, players. Mm-hmm. So, are they? Oh my god! Yeah. I thought this. Okay, I thought this was like a like a long con. Joke. I did not make this up. Uh, so Sukun kind of comes back and mind link. She's like, okay, but like 
we can do this when we're not like within thirty feet of each other. Oh. But like like once per day per stone. That could be very useful. So like that's twice technically. Well, still very useful. Yeah. Especially if one of us gets into trouble. Yes. Gotta keep an eye on you. <laughs> I uh, feel safer already. <laughs> So you guys get back on your path and you continue on your way and uh, you get to the next area that you're going to, which I believe is somebody <gasps> hit it for me. What is it called? Oh, it's 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 in it's in it's endurance. Okay, uh, you wind up at endurance. Everybody, give me a real, real, real quick perception check again. It's the place where Bang lives. No, Fang lives in Duration, which is just beyond the last city, so we could stop there. Yeah, it's Duration. Oh. Yeah. You guys are seeing uh, very far away, there seems to be some sort of society going on. What do you got? 23. 16. 5. Up ahead of you, there seems to be an unfortunate sight. The entire area that you can see where there was definitely a city has been burned to ash. It's all black. It's all scorched. Just for the sake of brevity, you've been on the road from where you were to here. It's been about six days since you left Continuance. Having come across any monsters, you've been traveling for a while. You see this place, and this is your. This was supposed to be your next stop, and it's been uh, scorched, burned. Sukun kind of makes note of this in her map book. Mm-hmm. You don't see it quite yet, unless they tell you. <laughs> oh me? Oh yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. What? What is? It? <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> Why? What? I don't see. It. What is it? <laughs> Looks like the town's been burnt to the ground. Hey. By what? What the fuck? Why? It is an interesting question. Why would you bother burning it down to the ground? Seems terribly wasteful. You got a point. Did the undead didn't burn? Oh, the undead burnt stuff at Continuance, didn't they? I mean, things burnt because of the undead. It's possible an attack went wrong and a fire was started unexpectedly. Or it could just be intimidation tactics. Someone's a jerk, that's for sure. I hope somebody's alive. Can I do divine sense to detect good and evil? Okay, you are still very, very far away. Yeah, there's a range limit on it. Oh yeah, I'm not going to do that then until we get close. Okay. Do you guys walk into the city? Do you go around? What do you do? I would like to argue we stealth towards it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well... We can try. Stealth with lizards. I'll roll some lizard stealth. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty big and on the. I mean, we could yeah. leave our lizards here and stealth forward, but... I'm going in. I rolled a 20. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable leaving our leaving our lizards alone when there could be enemies afoot. I rolled a nat 20. Maris, did you roll that with disadvantage because you're wearing armor? I'm not wearing the armor. Are you wearing medium armor? I know I took it off the chainmail. Oh. You're not wearing any armor? Yeah, it doesn't say I'm wearing any. Why? <laughs> you should be wearing armor. I don't know what to tell you. It's uncomfortable. It's like taking your bra. Off. What's your AC right now? Ten. Your AC is ten. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it ten before? That's, no. That's really bad. My AC is sixteen. I'm I could tank for you. Okay, I'll put okay, I'll put it on, I'll put it on disadvantage. <laughs> you unequipped everything for some reason. D and D Beyond unequipped everything for you. <laughs> Thanks, D and D Beyond. I didn't do it. I, well I rolled a one, so fuck me. Do I have a shield? No. I think you have a shield, but you don't use it. So Maris rolls a one when they're putting their armor back on. Okay, but what did everybody else get? Because this is a group check. Yeah. I surprisingly got a 12. All right. With disadvantage. I also got a 12. So you guys do a below average job. Um, so we fail is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. And I'm going to roll, because like, you, you guys are like, hey, lizards, be quiet, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I scream it into my lizard's ear. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Hey, be cool. Be cool, man. I do want to be like on like high perception alert for enemies, though. 
Okay, yeah, that's fair and reasonable. So you guys are walking forward uh, towards this burnt community. You are not stealthy, but your lizards are trying their best. Uh, they did pretty well. <laughs> they all did better than you guys. Yeah. They are just moving forward in a relatively quick and sort of effective manner. The three of you are, you're like two of you are are averagely stealthy. One of you is super noisy as they're trying to put their armor on while still riding their lizard. <laughs> you get to the community, you're closer. You you stealth up upon it, uh, and you can see that uh, there's absolutely nobody around. Like no enemies either. There is nobody that you can see, and there's no corpses. If you want to do. Another perception check, because you specifically, Suk and Kana, are on high alert for perception things. Uh, if you want to roll a perception check real quick. Yes. I would like to argue that Connie is always on high alert. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to roll these, yeah, go ahead. Can I use my channel divinity? <laughs> you sure can use your channel divinity. I got a nine. All right, great. All right, high alert is relative because I got a three. Okay, so you're very, you're, you're almost, you two are practically looking too hard for things and that stuff. This rock means something. You guys found a rock? We found two rocks. <laughs> Maris, you bump out your divine sense. You can't get a sense of there's there's not good or evil. There's not celestial fiends or fey around. I mean, that's a good sign. You're just, you're just, this is just a burnt city. Uh, but as uh, Grim specifically was asking, you don't see any bodies anywhere. Ooh, is it like freshly burnt or is it like like old burnt? Uh, it's not smoking, but it doesn't look old. This is not like a currently smoldering place. But like the snow hasn't accumulated too, too much on it. Yeah, the weather has not bashed this place into the obscurity yet. Is there any like um, outstanding piles of shit that I can like ruffle through to see if there's anything salvageable or left over? Sure is. Yeah, let's do some rummaging. Yeah, I mean, like, who's who are we to waste a city? Certainly not condemned. <laughs> Truly. Are there any, do I notice any, like, patterns in any of the, like, is there any, like, specific, like, ash piles that are around that, like, pro like could have been bodies that are, like, just, like, immediately turned to dust and shit? Mm, oh, my God. I'm so glad that you're asking these questions. I'm amazing at D&D &D when I'm sober. <laughs> this gives me the, the room to, to not make you have to check something because you're being so specific with what you're looking for. So can I get investigation checks from people who are, like, looking for, you know, stuff rummaging around and whatnot. Are there any, like, buildings that are, like, semi-up? Five. Uh, sort of some that are semi-up. But, Marilyn, I'm gonna uh, give you a different thing, because you were so specific with what you're looking for. I want to look in a semi-up building. Okay. Um, so you got a five. Uh, you find ash. I'll treasure it forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, ash can be used for stuff. If there's ash, I'm collecting it. Ooh, yeah. I want some, too. Yes, that's true. She She's spell spell components and stuff like that. And ink. Maybe. I'm a cartographer. We need ink. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can make some of that unscented soap for Condemned. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. We can make unscented soap. Mm-hmm. I got 17. Sukunkana, you notice a distinct pattern inside of the houses. This is uh, a very unusual thing, but it looks like all the houses have been burned from the inside. The fires all started in the middle and burned outwards. What the fuck? Sukunkana wants to casually, ritually cast Detect Magic also. Sure, yeah. While you're doing that, uh, Maris, you are scrounging around and looking through all this stuff and you're looking into like what is in these ash piles what is all around what could possibly be found here and inside of one of the houses that you're looking through you dig through one of these big ash piles and you find an unusual sight to behold it's very shiny it's it's rather wide 
it seems to have a face on it, uh, sort of emblazoned on it and engraved of sorts. I will say that, Connie, you have a distinct feeling there's something familiar, something, something important very nearby that is whatever Maris is uncovering from this ash. Can I home in on it using my stony sense? Yeah, ex- this sh- sure can. So using your stony sense, you head on over to it, and it is incredibly reminiscent of the stuff that you hold in your pouch, those bits of metal. The thief, the thief that took your shit. He done did it. He died. Uh, yes, he did from that explosive. Oh, right. We already killed him. A few a few dozen kilometers from here, yes. I forgot that he did. He died. Yeah, he blew <laughs> up. You're becoming a natural at this, then. <laughs> so you look down at it, and you can clearly see it's some kind of shield, but it's shiny. It's it's metal. Ooh. Want take, but scared. Hey, condemned, what do you know what this is about? Yes, uh, this is metal. It is uh, something used from uh, long, long ago, an ancient treasure. I have only heard tales of there being enough of it to make a full shield out of. Oh, shit. I wonder who had this. He's going to pick it up, and he's going to take a look at it. Now, I do have proficiency with Smith's tools. Can I make a skill check to inspect it using my proficiency in the Smith's tools? Yes, you absolutely may. Cool. They are bone smith, but this is still a sort of a type of weaponry of sorts. Technically I do also have proficiency with regular Smith's tools, but whatever. Double proficiency plus bullshit. Um wisdom I assume? Yes. Okay, so nineteen. Okay, so you can tell that this is, it's not just a shield. It's a very well-crafted shield. Uh, There's a degree of magic in it. And uh, as you look at it, when you sort of move it left and right, the eyes on the face seem to sort of look left and right. (laughs) It's sort of like those holographic uh, cards that you have. Ooh. They they look left and right as you you go. Uh, And you move it up and down, and you can see that it feels like it's always looking the opposite way that you are. Well, Condemn's going to turn it around because it gives him because these things always give him a headache if he looks too long at them. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, what a specific joke. Um, am I done ritually casting to take magic? Yes. Are you close to them? Or are you doing your? Uh, I was in that ruins of that house. Right. So in the house, uh, you can tell that there's uh some evocation magic in here as well. Same same school of magic as the stones that you found, but they are not. Like, is it like residual magic, or is there a magic item in this house? Residual magic. Okay. I, are there any like other magic like magical items around? I want to take a little like walk around, see if I could see anything. Uh, no. Okay, and then I also want to make my way over to them and see the, is them shield magic? Uh, so, uh, Connie, what do you do with the shield? Do you just, like, hold it, you turn it around and just, like, look at it? Like, what do you do? So, I knew that it was magic from the inspection, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in that case, I guess I would be bringing it to our bitch, yes. <laughs> yeah. Our who? Would you call it? Yeah, would you call me? You <laughs> <laughs> heard what I said. Uh, you bring it over to the witch, and she's got her detect magic up. You take the shield closer to her, and you can tell that there's a bit of... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's illusion magic. Enchantment. Enchantment is the word, yeah. Okay, all right. It's, it, there's, there's, also, this is the first time that you're seeing this much metal anywhere. I think that for two of you, this is like your first time seeing metal. Yeah. So you're like, holy shit, that shit is definitely magic. No, Sukunkana is going to be like, it's a weird looking rock. Since they both grew up in Thrive, they would have seen at least some metal because 
surely the ship that was unearthed did have some nails and other things that would have been melted down and reused. Over time, the pieces have been used. They're much sturdier than everything else is. So they just become parts of infrastructure. So they're mostly just like things that they potentially could have seen if they pay attention to architecture. I think Grimm has shown far more interest in architecture than anyone else in this podcast. I have. It's because it infuriates me. <laughs> Does Sukunkana focus on the same thing? Uh, Probably not. You know when you grow up in a small town and you just like stop seeing things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the racism yeah. and the drugs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, she looks she's like, well, it's doesn't seem cursed <laughs> uh it's got some kind of magic on it uh god knows what though i have to spend some time with it it's creepy though huh i mean he kind of like looks at her and she's wearing like a wolf skull as a head <laughs> oh, <yeah>. yes <laughs> <laughs> and she looks completely at home i guess we'd be really used to that though she's like well i guess we should Mm, I don't think we should stay here for the night. I I'm spooked. Uh, by the way, uh, those buildings. She she points at them. Uh, they got set on fire from the inside. Oh, uh, which I feel like doesn't feel right to me. Uh, cool. Has anyone found any bodies? No. No. Yeah, that's not good. I don't think we should stay here. I agree. That doesn't look good at all. Either there's a, like ghosts, or it's cursed, or they're like I don't know. They some had some kind of weird like fire based suicide pact. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is there any indication of where the fire started within the house? They look like they're directly in the middle. In the middle. Oh, just like right in this, like no hearths or anything. It's just like pishu. Just in the middle. Fuck. I don't like that because that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Why would every house catch on fire in the center of the room in every house at the I, same time? I don't know. I that's I don't. We should not stay here. We should stay somewhere else. Because when Continuance was invaded, they was there fires? I can't remember. Did they get set on fire like from the outside? Like some of the places burnt down, right? And they had to rebuild. Somehow there was fire involved. I don't think that we really asked specifically. No. I mean, we didn't really think about it. At the time, you know, town was attacked, things lit on fire. It just sort of seems... Seemed normal. <laughs> fire happens. Uh, it doesn't happen like this, though. We should leave. <laughs> it does look intentional, yes. Uh, what do you think the odds are that it's our quarry? I have no idea. This doesn't seem like zombie stuff, unless they turned into fire-exploding zombies well, and exploded inside their homes. Well, our quarry is a settlement that is using zombies. So it's entirely possible that they would have used the zombies for the assault and then done whatever it is they did. But, but like, you know, it's the same. Like, even if it's a settlement that's using zombies, it doesn't make sense to burn all of these resources to the ground. This doesn't seem like a thing that people did. Even people controlling zombies. Mm, I would normally agree with you. It seems like a malicious, non-person-like act of random violence. I would normally agree with you, but monsters are unlikely to intentionally set many fires inside of homes, yes? I'm thinking malicious ghosts. I am a ghost hunter now, and I don't have any of my ghost hunting tools. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel uncomfortable here, and I think we should go. 
Is there any, like, every building is burnt down completely? There's nowhere where we can, like, go kind of perch up top to kind of get an aerial view? Uh, this seems like much like continuance in that it was rather flat. There's not a lot of tall buildings. And anything that would have been a tall building has pretty much been uh, mostly, if not entirely, burnt down. The upshot is we don't need a high vantage point. Yeah. Wait. Can I turn into a giraffe? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a... Oh my fucking god. I feel like a giraffe is too high of a CR. No. They're basically a horse. Yeah, like a horse that killed tigers and shit. They're an herbivore. They weigh so much. They're huge. Have you ever seen a giraffe? So do bears. I think a bear is also a too high CR for you. I don't know what CR bears are. I think there's one, like one bear that you can turn into. I didn't know that. So I can't turn into a giraffe to get a higher vantage point. No. Um. What a mood killer. Yeah, what a mood killer. Um. Okay, all right. Plan, plan B. I want to turn into a... Penguin and fly. I, I, can I turn into a penguin? Because I can't fly. Penguins can swim. Penguins can't fly. I wonder if... I guess you could turn into a penguin. Yeah. Yeah, they can't fly. Okay, I turn into a penguin. Why? I wanted... I was making a joke. I wanted you to turn into a bird that can fly. No, I she can't. She can't turn into a bird that can fly. Oh. Not until level eight. Uh, I turn into a penguin <laughs> without explaining myself. <laughs> I look at... I look at Condemned and I say, I learned something the other day. If I die like this, I just turn back into a girl. How did you learn? I died as a fish the other day. Why didn't you tell me that? What is a fish? Mackie put me in a blanket and I suffocated. Don't turn into things while you'll die. Um, anyway, my main point is I want you to pick me up and throw me as high as you can in the air. And then you can try to catch me. But if you don't, it's okay. I'll just die and then turn back into a girl. I want to get a, we're talking about getting a higher vantage point, and this is how we do it. Condemned some very conflicted feelings right now. Throw me in the air. He's like upset. Is he upset that this is a good idea? Like, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what kind of animal has better eyesight? Do penguins, can penguins see shit? They're so clumsy. Yeah, all right. Penguins can see things. They're fine. They can see well enough. If anything's well suited to spotting things out on sea ice, it's got to be penguins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I turned into a penguin, so I wouldn't die as a tiny little mouse in the cold. All right. Well, I guess Condemned is going to... Throw me in the fucking air. Pick her up. Yeet me. <laughs> uh, you look so... You look so fancy. <laughs> I got... I opened my mouth and there's like rows of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Reflexively throws you and yeets her into the air. At that. As hard as you can. Yeah. So, okay. Um... <laughs> First, she opens her mouth and you see rows of horrible penguin teeth. So that's a sanity roll. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, that's fair. You have to say he's got to get used to her turning into weird animals at some point. Eventually. I have a plus two, right? It's a 17. Okay. So you see that and you're like, okay. Oh, and you just toss her and that's an athletics check. Just as hard as you can. Yeah. That is a... 22? Nice. Okay, so... Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you throw happy feet right into the sun. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna find throwing a gnome 5e. <laughs> yeah. How far can I throw a gnome? 
Okay, an improvised weapon. I turned into one of those small penguins. I think if we're counting her as an improvised weapon, it's 30-60. Or 20-60, sorry. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let's see. Just vertically upward. But we're not trying to, like, aim with any precision here, right? We're just trying yeah, to... Yeah, just up. Just We just want we just want distance. Look, that's, that's all I'm looking for. So you have a strength stat of 18? 19. 19, okay. So and I, I'm assuming that you're going for, like, distance, so, like, you're fine with the, like, extended range of disadvantage or whatever. Also, you know that I won't die. Yeah. Okay, so, and this is as hard as you can, right? I'm hearing this right? Yeah. Okay, so you throw her 90 feet <laughs> straight up. Do I see anything while I'm up there? Yeah. You see... God? <laughs> So this is the highest that any person in your sort of situation has ever been without being inside of the major shield. Because the major shield is like huge, it's gigantic. Uh-huh, a gigantic tidal wave, yeah. So you're like, Hua! you're flying through the air. It's like hard to take a, a moment to look around. You sort of have that like Studio Ghibli moment when you just sort of like at the apex of your of your throw. And you look around and... It, there's just a lot of white because of the fog that sort of persists all the time. Okay, well, f- come on. Do I see anything? Not really. <laughs> you just. What about the town? What about the town? The town is, is messed up. Everything is missing out here. You see a lot of like the same burnt buildings and stuff. You see your friends down below. I don't know what you want me to give you. You guys have found everything. <laughs> I mean, they wanted a higher vantage point. <laughs> all right, I go wait and I fall back down. So I'm going to bring up now the fact that It's not so much that when you go to zero hit points, you just revert back into your humanoid form. It's when you go to zero hit points, all of the overage damage then applies to your humanoid form. Yeah. And there's a specific amount of D6 that we do for falling 90 feet, which I'm really excited to find out about. Yeah, won't that be fun? Sukun Kana might die. <laughs> Imagine. Try to catch me, please. Yeah. I will say that uh, there is a chance to catch her. It's a, it's a dex save. Oh, good. But it's just going to, like, spread damage around. I'm okay with that. <laughs> because you tossed her as hard as you could, and because of the way that D&D rules work and math and shit is weird, that is going to be 9d6. We've got a paladin. It'll be fine. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> I feel like like it, when people when people hear this, they're going to like be like, this is he's the worst DM. So you can kind of suffocate to death once as a fish. He let, he let her throw 90 feet in the air. Shut up. This is my show. I like to imagine that Maha is like inside of her scared and being like, why is this child doing this? Oh, Ooh. what did you roll? Okay, so my rolling, I'm rolling a dexterity save and throw, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Does uh, do we want to increase our chances? Does, does Maris want to help? Can I? Yeah, can I also? Mm-hmm. Maris want to try to catch also. Would recommend. <laughs> Is it a dex save? Mm-hmm. Dex save. Oh, I have plus zero. I rolled a ten. <laughs> what did you get? God. Got six. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Die. Oh <laughs> Why did we do this? Why did we choose a penguin? Oh my god, we're fucking idiots. We killed the baby. We eated the baby into the air and she died. Oh this my god. so fucking funny. Oh, Gromdu is going to be so mad. Okay, well, let's wait to see how many hit points. Oh my god. All of them. Oh my god. Sorry, yeah, your kid, she went splat. <laughs> threw her into the air and she fucking died. Gromdu, I don't know what happened. She just went splat. <laughs> Oh, fuck. If this is how I die, I'm quitting. We really should have tested out her assertion that she'd be fine. (laughs) 
Okay, how many hit points did she lose, boss? Just hold on. All of them. Oh, you definitely fell down to zero. The only question is whether you fell... If you took... How many hit points do you have? 24? She has 23. If we're using massive damage, which I believe we are, then if you took 48 points of damage or more, then you just straight up die from massive damage. Okay, just give me a second. Do I die from massive damage? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so stressed. <laughs> oh. So I just sort of decided in my head, this is before, I'm not, this is not me, like, I'm not capping, I'm not, like, trying to say that this is the amount of health that I decided a penguin had after I rolled the math, I decided that penguins had 4 HP. That was what I decided. Mm-hmm. So, Sukumkana, you're thrown up in the air, and much like you sort of look like like a panicked bird <laughs> trying to yeah. fly for the first time. You're like, this is the moment. If if I were to fly now, that would be this would be the thing. God. One day I'll be able to fly this. One day I'm gonna be a real bird. <laughs> this seems like it was a huge mistake. You're plummeting to the ground, and your friends are realizing, oh shit, I threw her way higher than I thought. Oh no. Oh my god, she's fallen so fast. She she looked like the thing she said she 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 has like weird arm things. Maybe she can fly. Oh no, she can't. And and as you land on the ground, you you're sort of tumbling through the air and you land on your sort of like penguin chin as your body sort of crunches backwards and you fold like an accordion. All of my bones shattered. <laughs> And as you do so, you sort of slinky out of this form. As you do this, the the normal horrible crunching of bones that you experience is is replaced by your penguin bones breaking, your human form coming out, the stretching, the the muscle fiber tearing, and and suddenly you realize that the bones breaking in the penguin that transferred over to you, and you feel this horrible immense amount of pain, and everything goes white. <laughs> How dead am I? Am I permanently dead? Is this it? Full dead? Six points away from having just straight up died. <laughs> Holy shit. This, this is the best experience I've ever had. So you see this this blood everywhere all over you. There's, there's penguin blood. There's girl blood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How much damage did she take then? 44 damage. <laughs> God damn. I, I, I got a six, a six, a six, a six, a five, a five, a five, a three, and a two. <laughs> oh, boy. That was fucking hilarious. I, I was like, I can't believe this is the thing. Like, I, I'm like, I've got like shit in mind. I'm like, things are going to get really like messed up pretty soon, I think. And then it's just like. Nah, we're going to turn her into a penguin and throw her. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how Zuko's kind of story ended? Died doing what she just loved. Like, just Maris and condemned, just like staring down at the broken body. <laughs> you know, maybe we shouldn't have trusted her when she said it would be fine. Maris should probably heal us to lay on hands. <laughs> Quick thing, you two. Roll me sanity. Yeah. Sukunkana, roll me a death save. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so bad at sanity rolls. Oh, come on. DM, I should probably be doing this with disadvantage, right? Oh, yeah, you should. Okay. I got a two. I hate D&D Beyond. It's trying to kill everyone. I actually got a 14 somehow, so. I rolled a one. Okay. <laughs> Good thing I'm not the healer. Fuck. <laughs> 
You're dead. You're dead. I. You're dead. Heal me. Panic. Heal me. How is Maris freaking out? Which I guess is the question for the DM as he rolls on the sanity table. Come on. Yeah. Well. Um. Uh. Maris, as you're as you're witnessing at this point, your very close friend. You've shared a carrot together. <laughs> you've gone in adventures. You've you've saved her life before. She's saved yours. You guys have experienced this this great bonding moment of getting your lizards together, uh, naming them, going on these adventures and stuff. You've you've found family in this moment, and you see her in such pain that you panic. You just like I need to bring her back, but you you're paralyzed and you can't move. So what what happens is your your healing fire starts to boil up out of your chest, and you just sort of start shooting it into the air. The that healing flame that you're born with it starts bursting out as you shoot and and blast it everywhere throwing this healing energy to the wastes as your healing or as your uh, lay on hands is all burnt into the sky do i get healed you're far away you've you've slinkied out of this horrible situation you're a few feet away <laughs> slinkied into death <laughs> yeah slinkied out of this campaign it's goodbye i'm getting my free time back uh condemned is going to luxi maris freaking out again big surprise me it's just screaming <laughs> like again like those kind of like hiccups like like the fire is like kind of like hiccuping almost like trying to catch it down but it's like sobbing out condemned stops for like just a fraction of a second as like this kind of like horror looks over his face and you just hear him say only once and he's going to reach into his pocket pull out a ring then pull up like sukan kind of like mangled hand slip it onto her finger and she turns to stone okay what do you all remember before we started playing this game we all rolled on a minor magic trinkets table this was the one that he got I got a ring of petrification. Fuck. Oh. I think I got some kind of magic box. It's not in my inventory. I didn't put it in my inventory. <laughs> I didn't write anything down. <laughs> well, luckily, I remembered mine. <laughs> and we don't lose the star of the show. Yeah, our celebrity guest. Your, your celebrity guest. Yeah. I think we're going to end it there. <laughs> yeah. I had a thing, but like this is way better. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Yeah, I love it. We're all so fucking dumb. This is peak D and D. God, God, I thought tonight's session was kind of like meh. You know, we weren't really like super into it, and here yeah. we are. We're just getting back into the swing of things, and it's like, oh, we're back. Oh, okay. Fucking god. Thank you everyone for listening to episode 11 of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Tarasat, Kander as Condemned, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Music and editing done by Chelsea Love, with additional editing done by Brian Sherwood. We are back and we feel like this is an excellent way to drop back into your regular feed. Three-fifths of us moved in an entire time zone, and my wonderful editor and wife gave birth, so we really appreciated the time we've had off. We're going to be back into our regular swing of things, scheduling new episodes for every second and fourth Monday of each month, and we can't wait to hear what you think over on our Twitter at BonePod. That's all for now, and remember, if you find yourself feeling anxious in the heat, consider finding a way to cool yourself off, as feeling too warm causes irritability, which can set off your anxiety. Yeah, this is arc two. We get like new. Actually? Yeah. Oh man, we did it, everybody. Six seasons in a movie.